Good morning, afternoon, evening and night. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, you tuned into a podcast about lavender, I think. Welcome. This is a new podcast I am doing all about plants. I like to talk about plants. I have no one else to talk about plants with. Make it educational, make it funny. If you like plants and you like laughing, I reckon you like this. My name is Jake William. But you don't really need to know that. All you do need to know is that we're going to talk about plants. We're going to talk about plants right now. You know I'm not actually walking. It's just a sound effect. So like I say, thank you for joining me today. What I'm going to talk about first, just before going into lavender, is just mainly why I'm doing this. So, like I say, my name is Jake William. I've got a diploma in horticulture. I studied it for two years. I was then a professional gardener for about four or five years, just doing some work alongside smaller businesses, doing domestic work, commercial work. Um, So, I don't know everything, but I do know a little bit. And, like I say, I don't really work in the horticultural industry anymore. So, I do kind of miss having that, that constant kind of fuel for my need to learn new things about plants of course when you don't work in a field anymore and if you don't have any extracurricular activities that you're doing in that particular subject then of course you're not going to be learning anything until you do start say a project like a podcast for example so that's why I'm doing this it's to make myself learn new things it's to of course share the things that I learned to you guys I think that's enough waffling for now spoken enough whatever let's get straight into it okay we're going to start talking about lavender. Now, the first thing we're going to talk about with lavender is the most obvious one, I think, which is sleep and what it can contribute to sleep. Now, everyone knows that the smell of lavender, very distinct, very floral, high-perfume scent, and everyone knows that it does have sleep properties, whether you believe in that or not, up to you. Now, I thought it was interesting that how much research has actually been conducted out there I dived into a few studies. For example, University of Minnesota School of Nursing, 1st of July 2015, 79 students. A proportion of them slept with lavender patches on them, and a portion of them slept with bland patches on them, like placebos. The students with the lavender patches actually woke up feeling more refreshed, although sleeping the same amount of time as the blank patch students. Lavender actually made them feel more refreshed, by the way, that's probably about as far into a study as I'm going to go, because I'm all for learning things, but I just switch off. My HHD is too high to uh, concentrate much further than that. There was also another study where um, they applied some oral lavender medication, so basically medication that's just lavender essence or something, and that actually improved their sleep quality and it minimised their anxiety. The effectiveness of the lavender was as effective as a low dose of Ativan, which, if you don't know, is like a benzo. Now, that's pretty insane, because at this point, you're basically saying that a plant that grows in the ground needs soil, water, sun to grow. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's the same effectiveness as something that's hardcore drug manufactured, comes out of a factory, that kind of stuff. Already, I can hear that your mind has exploded. Now, once you finish laughing, there's just one final study I'd like to mention. So... This study was performed on young adult women suffering from menstrual pains. What <laughs> my voice? Now, like I say, my HHD is way too high to go into this in detail, but 
Incredibly, there was pain severity reduction that was significant. One or two months after, they actually endured the three-day-long clinical aromatherapy trials, which is brilliant when you think of it. Now, one thing that I always think of with things like this is, how did it even happen? How was lavender discovered? Like, one day someone was just walking by and picked it up and thought, hmm, I wonder if this could help me sleep. And then decided to sniff it. Now, it's widely believed that lavender was firstly used for aromatherapy around 2,500 years ago in the Middle East, India and Egypt, apparently. Why discovered, which is really weird, is that lavender could be smelt upon the opening of Tutankhamun's tomb. Imagine that. Now that was an actual recording from the day of the discovery of the tomb of Tutankhamun in 1922. Thank you very much. Lavender was used in ancient Egypt for embalming and cosmetics, massage oils and medicines. Wealthy men would put solid cones of like this kind of ointment kind of thing on their head. So it was like a solidified ointment and they melted it and it covered their bodies in perfume. That's brilliant, imagine seeing that. You look like an absolute mad hat. There was a Greek philosopher called Diogenes, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that. And he says something about if you put lavender near your feet rather than your head, you get to enjoy the full freshness of the lavender. So going on that logic, if you see some lavender socks in the shop and your feet stink, there you go. Lavender could be used to clean wounds and burns or treat skin ailments. And it was also used to make hospitals smell nice which is a lot better than Mr. Muscle. Apparently there was some old guy in Greece, or Pliny or something as well. Now what this fella said is that it can help with menstrual problems, upset stomachs, kidney disorders, jaundice, I need to look up what that is, and uh, treating insect bites as well. Basically lavender is pretty useful. I think that's why we're doing a podcast on it, to be honest. I would just like to go back to soldiers using it to dress their wounds though, because that's really interesting. Medic. 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 Did they say medic back in uh, war times in the Romans? I don't know, do I? I'm just ill. You're not ill, your legs come off. What are you doing? This is the world's finest, richest, most potent lavender, and I'm going to use it to fix your leg. Haven't you got like any bandages or even a plaster? Nope, I'm gonna fix your leg with this plant. Now shut up. Great. Oh, it hurts. Think of something entertaining like sweets, the cookie monster, Eurovision. It's not working. Oh, I don't know, it was worth a try, wasn't it? I mean, your legs come off, it's not, you know, it's not a ride in the park. 
Now it's time for the quickfire mega golden super fact round. Guess what that is? It's where I basically hit you with loads of facts. Okay, so I'm going to start off with a big one. Queen Victoria was obsessed with lavender. Bet you weren't expecting that. She used to get people to polish her stuff and she used to drink it like as a tea because it used to help her stomach, which is pretty exotic. I wouldn't mind trying uh, lavender tea then. That sounds quite nice. Now the Greeks, the Romans and the Persians used to hang dried branches and flowers of lavender outside their homes to scare ghosts and spirits. Although they're the same thing, aren't they? Ghosts and spirits? No idea. But I'm pretty sure I've seen people burn those things on um, TV shows like Games of Thrones and stuff. Games of Thrones. Okay. Now the third one that I'd like to bring up is that it can actually be a repellent for bugs. Spiders, ants, fleas, mosquitoes, ticks. It's not going to get rid of them entirely, but it might have a psychological effect. It's going to have some impact on the amount of insects that you do get in your apartment, although lavender is not really something you should be keeping inside the house. It's more suitable for like a conservatory at best. And to be honest, if you're not bringing in spiders or ants, I mean, you will be bringing in wasps and bees and hornets. So basically, there is no escape from bugs and you're ever being chased by bugs and you can never really, really, truly escape the proper fear of bugs there's a bug right behind you right now major look there are 47 different species of lavender it's also part of the mint family but i don't want to see you go and pick one up and eat it like a mint leaf all right behave and the final one that i wanted to leave until last is the most mind-boggling not all species of lavender are actually the color lavender just really soak that in like a towel that wants to learn new things and that's the end of the quick fire golden super fact round, whatever it was called. Okay, so we are finally coming towards the end of the podcast, which I know it's a shame, but don't worry, I'll be making a lot more. I know you've had a great time. I'm only joking. I don't know. I hope you've enjoyed it, of course. I mean, I've loved making it. Hopefully, you know that I've enjoyed making it. The amount of laughing and all that that's been going on behind the scenes is brilliant so thank you obviously the laughing is just with myself but we won't talk about that each one of these podcasts that i'm doing i want to reflect on just a little bit about the actual plant itself just some tips about how to grow it if you're thinking of actually buying lavender and starting to you know get it to flourish and things it's kind of like just a summary of the plant basically so you might remember me saying earlier that there are over 47 different species of lavender so it is crucial to note that it may be worth doing your research on the specific species you do get because each one does like certain tweaks here and there to how you look after it. Um, majority of the lavender of course they flower late spring and summer, evergreen foliage so they obviously they're green during the winter, uh, silver grey, green grey. Best planted in the spring, free draining soil, so make sure you get some like vermiculite or perlite or osmocote is going to help with the drainage of the soil, uh, make sure it's not too heavy, not too clay. It thrives in the full sun, so that's why I said earlier don't keep it in the house or the apartment etc because it does need direct sun, full sun, so a south facing garden would be great, uh, but anywhere that's going to get the sun most of the time. They are also drought tolerant, so you don't need to be watering them every day. It's good to prune them annually, so once a year. You want to be clipping away any kind of dead or not very nice to look at branches from the plant. Plant, just make it, keep it looking nice, make it look fresh. You want to be doing this around late summer, like I say, once a year. 
cut back any flowers that have just finished doing what they're doing. Now, just going back to my point about your soil, if it is heavy or the drainage isn't that good, it would be wise to get like a raised bed to plant them in or a container. So then of course you've got control of what the soil is. Otherwise they're gonna be suffering from root rots and they're basically just gonna die from that. Now, some of them won't actually survive winter. They don't like really low temperatures. So keep an eye out for that one as well. In terms of watering, water them regularly during their first summer if they're newly planted. Now, if you want, you can cut the spent flowers off, but you could actually leave them on there because some birds like eating them. That's pretty much it, to be honest. I mean, lavender's pretty easy to buy. You can get it for pretty much anywhere. Look at the herb section. Sometimes they put it in there for some reason. Uh, obviously, look at the perennial section as well and the shrub section. Now, as always, whenever I'm talking to anyone about plants, I always recommend the RHS website, Royal Horticultural Society, if you're in the UK. I think it's only in the UK. It might be other countries as well. That's the database for plants if you want to know about something go there now finally there is just one thing that i didn't mention earlier when we were talking about the history of lavender and um, this is about a guy called rene maurice gatifacé really sorry if i have mispronounced that i probably have but i tried my best this is the story of rene maurice gatifacé ah yeah. <laughs> Hey, fancy seeing you around. I've been here for ages, just playing with loads of different chemicals and gases, so much fun. Bro, your head and your hands are on fire. Oh no, that hurts. For bollocks sake, you need to be more careful. What are you putting on your hands? I'm putting on some lavender, fresh lavender essence, straight on these wounds, baby. You really think that a plant is going to help fix those burns on your head and your hands? Believe me, sister, in a few days this would have worked like magic. I'm not your sister, I'm your uncle. Three days later. Hey, nice to see you back after a few days, sit. Um, I did actually burn my head and my hands, uh, forgive me. Would you look at that? My head and my hands completely healed. If the plant did that, then slap my bum and call me Susan. You know what? I'm so amazed by this plant's powers. I'm going to write a whole book on this. And with that, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next one. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed doing it. I've got absolutely no idea what we're going to pick for the next one, but there will be another one. Please leave me feedback. Do whatever. See you next time. Stay well. Bye.